Today on Pin It Deep, we are back. I am back. Kentucky has a massive game in Knoxville tonight. I don't need to sit here and oversell it anymore. We have great conversation. Our first podcast since the bye week. Let's get into the show. So go every time. So others may every time get some. Live from KS Bar and Grill, introducing Pennant Deep with Max Duffy and Miles Butler, presented by. Back, Kentucky. we are back, we are back. Pennant Deep is back after a bye week of getting fresh. We were pretty banged up. We are back. This is a game. That you you wait for each season and, and you hope happens. Obviously, we would hope well, that we were six and zero playing a seven and zero Tennessee, but we get to go to Tennessee and take on the number three team in the country. Miles, welcome atop KS Bar as always. I feel much better than I did last weekend. Luckily, we didn't have to do one as we were off, but I am rejuvenated. I am back, and I am better than eh, maybe not ever, but close to it. You went down to Tuscaloosa. I How did. Was I that? went to see. I went to maybe see. Maybe scout the future SEC champion opponent. And while I was down there, I won't reveal her name, but I talked to the co-defensive coordinator yep. for Alabama, my sister Raven Butler. Her and Saban. Uh, it's actually a good story with Raven. So we went down. We were like, "Do we want to get tickets into the games?" Me and my two brothers and Raven. We looked. It was going to be pretty expensive to get all of us in, so we were like, ah, no, nah, we'll just stay out and watch it at a tailgate or something. Uh, no need to go in for the game. 30 minutes before kickoff, Raven's like, I'll see you all after the game. Yeah. Just left us. Just <laughs> said, yep, I'm going in. I don't know what you all thought, but I'm going in. Yep. I've got a ticket. Uh, I'll see you all later. she was on the sideline. She, yeah, she was down there with a headset, and then they held – uh, Mississippi State to six points, I think. Wow, because so. she did need to insert herself after the 52-point uh, demolition. she was the busy the Tennessee week, and then yeah. she, it's kind of the let me take over my side of the ball yeah. type thing, and then, they, yeah, it's, things have, have changed down there for sure. Uh, I just had a little break too. Just went up to uh, mm-hmm. Chicago. Me and you did Rufus Dosol on the Thursday night, me, you, and my Australian friend. We went then from Tennessee, did the Louisville, actually went to the Louisville Stadium. On Friday night, on Saturday night, they lost – or they beat Pitt, which was unbelievable. Pitt just kept turning it over in the red zone. Was it close? I forget what the uh, They was. won by 14. And then we went up to uh, Chicago and Milwaukee, saw a Blackhawks game and a oh. uh, Milwaukee Bucks game. So, I'm rejuvenated. I've tried myself my hand in a few other different sports, and now I'm back to football, now that Kentucky football is back. There's one other man that has returned. Unfortunately. Safely, for now, Brent Wayne-Scott. Uh, I don't think it's welcome back, but just welcome. Or back. Just yeah. back, yeah. So, up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how you guys been? Sounds like y'all been great. Uh, I've Not that anyone cares. feel like I've been doing great, much better than I was two weeks ago. I expect all the problems to become minimal for here on out. It's so, like, we, had, we had some feedback. Yeah. From uh, now, there's been a couple of weeks going back and forth. We've been renegotiating contracts, extensions. You know, re, you know, what do you call it when you uh, change the figures, maybe extend them out over a longer period of time so we don't have to... Restructure His it. contract was yeah. there, restructuring. Yep. His contract was very... A lot, of, a lot of money that was moved around. Correct. Yeah. Um, let me be honest, pretty 50-50 split from Twitter. I was surprised. Very 50-50 split. Some people sticking up for you saying, like, we gave you a hard time and, you know, maybe... I don't know what their recommendation was. I, I not, one of them said that you hadn't messed up. Maybe we just went a little bit too hard. Some people, not hard enough. Not hard <laughs> enough. Some wanted public beheading. Some wanted the blood dripping from the top of KS Bar here from your neck just to filter into KS Bar down there. And, that, and they come in and smear it on their face would be the only way they were happy. I had about 20 applications, but I also had a lot of people say that um, you're the man. So that would make me, I guess, the definition would be polarizing, I guess. I don't know what I would have done to do that other than mess up a time or two. But, hey, it happens. You're you know, the Kanye West of this podcast. Well, that, that's not – no. That's I'll, not, I'll give you I was actually You're gonna, the Kanye West. I was going to talk about that later on for one of our segments. So I will, You're we'll, polarizing. Yeah, sure. Okay. Sure. But um, now with free, I do with love all speech, communities, though. Free speech back on Twitter, as we all know. You know, Elon Musk taking over Twitter. It's, there might be a bit of talk about you now. You could get – we have kind of, you know – 
in our even our Twitter spaces have been like blocking you from being able to talk, yep. silencing you. But now you've got free range. Shadow banned, they said. I think What's shadow banned for my uh, Twitter spaces. I don't know. It's just some. You're just throwing words around. It's just some buzzword know. topic they use when talking about it. We okay. gave you we gave you a test last week on the buy, and I'm going to give you a chance to answer it. <laughs> he went and saw Louisville play. Okay. Future opponent. Mm-hmm. I went and saw Bama play. Yep. Potential future opponent. future opponent. Who did you go scout? Uh, Eastern Kentucky University on their homecoming. Now, if they make the playoff, I will I, give you that. Uh, here's the thing. We will play them in 2023. So, yes. I'm already looking okay. ahead. You I, all, right. Right. So, you passed You the all test. have this, this year covered, and I'm like, all right, I, I've clearly messed up enough this year. I need to look ahead to 2023. Very quickly, how is Walt looking? Okay. I was going to say, how's Coach Wells? I didn't make it into the game. Okay. But, awesome. yeah. I, hope, is, I think he's doing all right now. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, but sincerely, though, is he doing all right? I, mean, I think yes, he's, he's doing good. Yeah, I think he's, he's doing better. good. Yeah. Um, it was actually quite – I don't want to say funny, but it was pretty funny. The, the game he comes back to be the head coach, he, like, chased their refs down the – Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like, think he, he wasn't holding yeah. back. He wasn't like, oh, I'm just going to take it easy yeah. now. Don't get the blood pressure up. No. But that's was, the kind of guy was, he is. It was times five, which I kind of respect. All right. We're not here to talk EKU football. No, as much no as we, we are not. Kentucky football. I want to start with this because I have never in my life – there's always something each game. There's always something each week where, like, I'm not sure if it's the first thing that is put out by Freddie. I don't know if it's, like, the first thing Matt leads off with on a Monday at KSR. I don't know if it's maybe Luckett or Rick Nash saying I, – I, but somehow each week there is one key theme – that just makes no sense and has no relevance to the game, but people are just all about it. That or it is the most simple, like, obvious thing, like, we're going to have to score points this week to win. This week, it is ridiculous. And it is all the talk and debate on each show. And I guess we're talking about it, but it is so stupid. How important is it to win the coin, coin toss? And if we win it, what do we do? Like, what? who gives a fuck? Honestly, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it either. I Go and look at Twitter. I, my, it's messed up. Mine's messed up. Oh, Elon's just yeah. throwing uh, it to That's what people are debating. Yes, I've been. We I've, had I've, to talk about it today on KSR as well. Who cares? Look, okay. I get that. Maybe this is what I'll, the Olive Branch. It is important to get off to a fast start mm-hmm. against the away team when you're playing on the road. It is because you just got to quiet them down a little bit, and if you can ruin any sort of momentum and the crowd doesn't think they're quite affecting it, then maybe they don't make as much noise. But that is the only thing. But that doesn't matter whether we win the coin toss or not. It doesn't matter whether we start the ball or not. We're going to have to, I'm assuming, Miles, play offense and defense at some stage and probably a bit of special teams. It's well, you actually start the game with special teams. Yeah, I hope both so. teams do, usually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, li- it's like, why, like sh- how, let me think of the best way to put this. Uh, how beneficial would it be if I won my first race at Keeneland? It'd help. Yeah. But you still need to keep winning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you, you need to have enough trust in the team that regardless if you win the coin toss or not, it'd be weird if it landed on its side. I actually may could see that happening. Um, but here's, you okay. should feel good enough about your team to where it doesn't matter. Okay. Everyone's saying, like, if we win the coin toss, we've got to take the ball, go on a long drive, quiet them down, then get them three and out. Is that not the game plan every week? Like, yes, obviously the perfect start would be great. Yeah. But if, just, if we went three and out and they score, that's not game over. Has it just been nightmares from the Josh Allen, Kansas City uh, overtime in the playoffs? Like, were they, what, Kansas City got the ball first and then Josh Allen never got it. And it's like, well, if they lost the coin toss, that was the issue. Well, like, yeah, but that's it, different. Yeah, I, it is different. It that's NFL, what I'm saying. If it was NFL football and the coin toss in overtime, I could get why that's That's important. what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> this, this, this is just a regular this, this game. Is, there's still 60 minutes left either like, way. Even Now, this would be not ideal, but clearly, but even if we go down 14-0 in the first quarter, the game is not done. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's important, but, like, look – Look at games where we've started off really slowly, which was almost every game this year, at the start of the year, and we seem to be fine and four and zero by the end of it. So I don't Bama went down. Bama yep. was down twenty one seven and had yeah. every chance to win the game yeah. late. I, I just, I just don't. And the thing is, too, if, if Kentucky goes down twenty one seven like Bama did. It sounds crazy to say, but I also think Kentucky's defense would probably hold up better and make better adjustments down the road than Alabama has proven to do this season with their defense. That brings me to my next point. Is this the biggest game? It's not the biggest. 
if we were to win this one, it's definitely the biggest win of all time. I think we're all in agreement of that, right? In the Those Hoop are two era. different yeah. things, yes. yes. It's not Stoops' biggest, biggest game. It's not the biggest game, no. though. Uh, but is this well, the biggest game? It's not the highest stakes game. Is it the That's biggest? Like, as in if he loses, like it's not the most damaging. No. Right. Is it the biggest game in Brad White's career? Yes. With the way that this offense is shaping and yes. all the hysteria behind it, is it the biggest game for him? I th- it's yes. the ultimate I, I test. I think so. Right? It's the it ultimate is. test. And I don't want this to sound like I'm down on Brad White because I think he's going to put a good game plan together. But it really, the pressure isn't on him. As much because they just put fifty on Bama. Yes. Okay. Right. If they put up, if they beat us and they score forty two points this week, the narrative is still Tennessee's offense is one of the best in the country. Yeah. But if you know, they shut him down though and hold him to like twenty something, then Brad White gets all the praise as he should. As so he like should. back against the wall, you've got no pressure on you really. Go out and this could be a head coaching audition for him. Here's a here's something that Stoop said during the week that I found really interesting and another. Very just typical line that got thrown out there all this week listening to some of the pods and the radio shows. Snoop said, this is not the team that you can just keep everything in front of you and you're going to be okay. We're going to have to press up on them at some stage and make them try and beat us deep, which they have been to a lot of teams. This is You can't pay, play bend, don't break on this team. Like, as in, they're the wide splits. So, for people that haven't watched them much, and I don't, again, we're not X's nose. But say, this should be good. The wide receivers are very, very wide. Yes. Very wide. You can't just play. Like, that makes it tough because then they're just running the fucking slant seams. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> slants. But they can't keep them underneath the whole time. Well, no. And the quarterback's obviously so good that if you're just going to lay off and give them six or right, seven, they'll literally run. do it all the way down the field. Yeah, and he's going to run, too. Yeah. Like, this is one where we're but, just going to have to play up against them and see how we go. Now, I would love to see. This is what I would like to see. This offense is, like, in some way – revolutionary a little bit, like very different from what teams have done in the past. And even Saban mentioned that. Uh, I would love to see us just, I don't know what it would be. And maybe we can come up with some ideas, but just come up with like a game plan that like no one has really ever done before defensive wise. Cause they're pretty sure what they, like every team's obviously tried to attack them the same way. What if we just blitz every time? Or what if we just like never blitz don't send any pressure to the quarterback and play 11 DBs and just try and – like, what if we just do something 11 DBs different? is my thought. That's just – don't even – yes. Don't literally. even – let him stand there. Now, have a spy so he can't yeah. run around much. But just let – just guys back, give them one or two yards and 11 guys. And I want all of them, which I'm doing this as if people can see this. Yeah. I want all 11 constantly moving before yes. the snap too. I don't want them Chaos. to know where they're going to end up yeah. at. They could – the guy on the line could be safety by the end of the play. You don't know. Yes. Good luck accounting for who's <laughs> blitzing then. It may I be agree. all 11. I agree. Like, now, I don't think we're in the position where we have to do that because I feel like we're a decent team, obviously ranked top 20 in the country, whatever we are right now. But if you're Vandy or, like, Missouri or UT Martin, why not do that against a team like that? Wouldn't it be good if they did that in postgame? Heupel's like, that was definitely some backyard bullshit, but we had no idea how to stop it. Like, it worked. (laughs) They got us. I'll give it to them. At the moment, teams that are just lining up against them aren't seeming to do the job. It's the one thing that really worries me is – I think Bama's coach is pretty good at defense and knows what he's doing, and, and they had no players. adjustment. Yeah, I know it was players. early in the season, but did did Pitt only hold them to like three touchdowns? Pitt did, I think. It, Pitt it held them so it's game not of the season though. That's it the wasn't thing, first like, game. It wasn't because well, it was their no, first power Pitt five opened game. with West Virginia. Well, it was Tennessee's first game. No, is there so Tennessee? It was their first like real game. I think Tennessee, Tennessee played Ball someone, State week one. Yeah, okay. Tennessee. And then either way though, like still like. Yeah, it's week two, but I think it's to say, like, it's not impossible to, like, shut these guys. It's not like you're playing Chip Kelly at Oregon and they're putting up 70 a game. Yeah, they're very good, and they're going to get their points, but it's also, like, I don't think it's impossible either. I thought you were going somewhere different earlier with the, like, the same take that everybody's beating into the ground. The And I'm going to get the stat wrong, but the the 30-plus points in X amount of games that they've scored – and, and then us, we've held yeah. them to whatever, and everyone's like, something will bend this week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Something will yeah, break. Well, yeah, I guess give. it will. Yeah. So, so, hold on. To explain that properly for those that haven't seen it, they've had 11 straight games of scoring 30 or more points. Yes, I we've think We've had 11 right. straight games of not allowing the team to score more than 24. Yes. 
everyone is saying one of them is going to have to give this week. Yep, I would. So I would and every, and everyone, like, from both teams, everyone's smirking like something's going to break, and it's yeah. like deep down they're like, we know it's going to be us. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, who knows? It's yeah. going to be one of the two, though. Yeah, it can't be both. I'll um, give you that. It's also how, like, Tennessee is, like, the second fastest-paced offense, and we're the next to last. So it's like, well, someone's going to figure I'll, out how to control I'll this tempo. another question at you guys that I think is is – Pretty prudent, honestly, and pretty telling this week. Either what I think less so for Tennessee because they're able to just beat Alabama. But for us, we don't want to – I know this sounds simple. It would be a disaster for us to lose by three or more scores. In terms of we are competing with them and on the same level as them for recruits, we are uh, – Oh, I was going to try and use a big word. I, geographically, yes, but there's another word for it. It's like topologically or something. Um, like where you're in the same area of the map. I don't know on that. Okay. I, I, top's the right like, beginning yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not sure. Don't okay. even try to be smart. Brent, if you could come up with that word, that'd be No, great. no, this one's, Let's this just go one's beyond me. Yeah. We're in the same area. We're competing for all the same people. We have had a big leg up because they have been terrible. They've got a pretty handy coach right now and they're playing some pretty decent football. If we were to go get smoked this week by them, it's not good for recruiting. It's really not. We would have to go to the McDonald's bags at that point. (laughs) But that's that's the the other side of it too. Tennessee is with the NIL too. In in your two opinion, and I'll give mine after you guys, let's just go doomsday we lose. What's a respectable score that we could lose by where it's like, uh, like, is two scores okay still? Or does it have to be a one-score game where it's like, I could look at that as a recruit and go, well, they were on the road at Tennessee and, like, UK looks like they might be better this year. Like, I'm still going to keep it 50-50 in my mind? Or what, what would that be? I think it's more the how the game plays. Right. As in, if it's two scores, but it's we were down seven late and turned it over inside, you know, driving late and then they score again late versus if – if it was 21 and they were just running the clock and we got a late dump. Those yeah. are two different wins by both 14. If it's competitive at least into the fourth quarter, then I think things are fine. If by halftime it's 28-10 and it's already kind of out of hand, then that's when things are not going to be good. I, I was, he took the words right out of my mouth. So um, I, think the only, I think the best answer would be a number would be 10. I think that's the – anything less than 10 is respectable – if you go out and lose by four, obviously you don't cover, but like I said, 14 can look two complete different ways. What if it we is, win? It, well, okay, so that's what I'm going to say. So if we keep it to one score, maybe 10, but obviously the way that we play and how it looks is, is important. Um, two things. One, if we get beaten by more than 10, you've probably got to hand it to High Point and say that's a, a coaching masterpiece in two years. Like mm-hmm. that, from where they were at, to turn that program around fast. Now, Stoops has done it low and slow, kind of the turtle. This is the hair. This is the team that's just come out all guns are blazing and is like... But who wins the race, Max? That's what I was about to say. <laughs> but slow and steady, as we know, Miles, wins the race. That is the key this week. Slow and steady wins the race. It is not the hair that gets out of the, the gate the fastest. If we would have beaten them there... Recruiting's taken care of again for another year. Set. Yeah. Years. Five years. Yeah. Yeah, See, I mean, it's taken care of. Like, that's and, – and we're right back in the hunt. We're right back in the hunt with Georgia to come. Now, it's a tough road, but we're right back in it. And it, this is like – Things are out of our hands, though. That's the tough part. If you want to be a great team, this is the game you have to go on with. No, I agree. Otherwise, we're just another run of the mill. Well, not run of the mill. Better than run of the mill. But we're another 9-3, and 8-4 and four team. And it's like, good season. This not is, great, though. This is the – I don't think by watching us, anybody would say we're in that, like, playoff top five category this year. This is the, like, are you 25-15 to 15, or are you in that, like, 15-8, to 8, 7 range? I'll, if you win this, you're up in that second I'll, one. I'll give you one thing, though, that will happen if we win. Guaranteed. Stoops punches the ceiling again. One – <laughs> Coach White will get some praise, clearly. As but it'll should. be, gee, Tennessee, Tennessee just had that bad week. Yeah. They were just looking forward to looking Georgia. Looking at Georgia. Yeah, looking ahead. Yep. And they just the classic up. trap game. Yeah, this is the trap game. Like, 
give me a break. Yeah. There's no it's way they're At looking past. It. But there's no way they're looking past Kentucky. It's a ranked team. They shouldn't like, be looking past it. And yeah, it's not as if they've had our measure for the last ten years. And no, we've said it before. Looking past does not exist. It's just a nice sentence that people think makes sense. To make themselves feel better. You get 12 games a year. No one's looking past each week. It's not as if they're in the meetings right now going, hey, this is what Georgia does. Like, no. No. It's absolutely not. It doesn't exist. Um, I do have an X and O question for you. Okay. Quickly to go through. Not an X and O, but this has been talked about this week, and it is an interesting idea. I think everyone's common sentiment is – You've got to limit their possessions. Love it. This yeah. is serious, though. Yeah. Run the ball. Yeah. Keep Chris. Keep them off the field. The problem with that is that their run defense is very good, and their pass defense is 130th of 131. Yes. They're almost like, we want you to throw it so we can get the ball back. Screens. There's two Touch things passes. It's that. a big 12 there's two, team. There's, nah, there's, two, but there's two things on that that I, I somewhat agree. I watched the Bama game. Yep. Their running back ran pretty well on him. He did. So if you've got a good running back, I think you, we're going to be able to run the ball. I don't see the issue. Number two, teams have just been down against them that they've had to air it out. Mm-hmm. But that's – I understand that point. But at the same time, like if Bama gets down 21-7 and you know they have to throw it to catch up, they should be adjusting defensively to stop the pass, and they haven't. I agree. No, they're clearly not very so good it's pass like, defense. It, it, their defense is – I almost think we can do both. It's not like I think we need to pick one. No, I think we're – okay, we're going to get to our predictions later. I, but I agree, yes. I don't think we're going to struggle to score. No, I don't it, think it's so just, either. can we get a couple of stops? A couple of stops. And, I mean, the contrasting styles of we're the slowest in the league and they're the fastest is, uh, is going to be pretty interesting to watch. I mean, if, we, if you could play that game – now, they scored at will. But if you could play that game with that amount of possession – 20 times from last year, we probably win at 16 or 17. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Um, and if that happens again where we're able to have that time of possession, that, I don't think they can beat us again. But it's just whether we can, whether we can, you know, have any sort of protection up front. And if and we keep calling for it and it hasn't quite happened yet, I still think if you're going to be the number one draft pick in the NFL – there's got to be a game. There has to be at least one game where it is just now. He has put up some numbers. I'll give you that. But there has not been a game where you're like, oh, this my is the Will Levis game. God, what a game. Like, he was just making throw after throw. Like, I watch Bryce Young, and I know Bryce Young may not go as high as Will, but Bryce has some moments where it's like, <clears throat> like, it just makes you laugh. You're like, that was ridiculous. How did he do that? Like, He'll make three guys miss, then he runs up to the line scrimmage, and you think he's going to run, and just before he gets there, he does, like, the Mahomes flick. Like, I just want to see if he wants to go one. This is the type of game where it's like, Will at UT, at night, against the black uniforms, everyone watching, number three in the country, and he just lit them up. You know what the situation reminds me of? It was like when, I can't remember who was home or away, but it was like that year that Leonard Fournette was like the runaway Heisman. No one was talking about Derrick Henry. He goes and like outrushes him, and then like that was the catalyst for him to go and win a Heisman. Will has not been in any Heisman conversation since like and week Hooker's, two. Hooker's been in a lot. Hooker's been in a like, lot. Will Heisman's sneaks up tough. and gets it, and I think Heisman's tough. But it tough launches him in the, the conversation. Been, but Hooker's starting to get that like, is it him, Stroud, and Young as the top three quarterbacks instead of Will? Yeah. This is your head-to-head game to put that to rest. Um, out of ten, their uniforms. You would have seen them. Ten. The black, Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, they're pretty good, aren't they? I think they're like eight or nine. Yeah. I like they're them, so especially good. for Halloween. It's a good – I like it a lot. And we're going the blue, white, white I saw today. So oh, they've white, gone white. the dark mode activated and we've gone the bright light activated or something? No, we've, we've got white pants, white jersey, blue top. Blue, that blue would helmet. be blue, white, white, yeah. I thought you said blue, white, blue. Sorry. Sorry. It's okay. It just – Oh, I'm sorry. Did I make another mistake? You all want to crush me again <laughs> anyways, for 30 fucking anyways. minutes? Anyways. All right. So it's dark versus light. Now, again, yeah. in most moves, we've seen mm. – well, there's so many things this week. Turtle in the hair – the, the bright or the light versus the darkness, I've seen many movies. There isn't too – now, I've seen – there's some movies <laughs> he's, he's where – just like, there's so many themes this week and then he names two. <laughs> just, <laughs> you two. haven't let me get past two yet. There's a couple of movies on a couple of sites that I'm not sure that always works, but genuinely, the lighter wins for sure. Okay. Okay. Stop by your head. Just... Perfect. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, just... Usually. No. No, it's not. Okay. Well, Wait, just, listen, 
I'm trying to keep this podcast from getting canceled on accident, so. He is. I am, accident? Yes, accident. Accident? Accident. Well, you accident? Never mind. All, All right, right, go ahead. Accident. Here we go. Twitter questions this week. Randy, longest name ever. Mm. Does buying tampons for a friend make me a boy doing what he wants to do or a man doing what he has to do? And he actually sent a picture in of them. I'm going to go man because that's the good thing to do. But boy, because it's just like a total like pick me move. Like, oh, look at me. Oh, so cool. Helping my friend out. It's, it, yeah, I agree. It was a man move until you told us that you did it. Exactly. And now it's a boy move. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, how did you end up the person that they turned to first to go get those things? Well, it's probably either, not his first time. Well, they're either like chatting or he's just deep in the friend zone. Or he's really happy that the time of the month has turned up he was a bit worried and, and he's very yeah, he's, it's nice to be going to the store for something other than what he normally goes yeah. for that's good okay. settles says um if brett so. slash brent fucks this one up does he automatically qualify for a pap smear i would say yes i don't even know what those I don't are even so know that's, that is yeah i should know that my dad's a doctor it's, it's i should a, know it's a gynecologist thing oh a gynecologist thing yeah uh, sure uh, i guess i, I don't they're using too many big words. Yeah, Andy good Epstein. one, bro. You nailed it. If we win tomorrow night, is it acceptable for me to rush the field and light a cigar? I want Andy. I don't. To get I actually would not do that if we were there. Like that's the type of place, and it's like all fun and games. We beat you, and then you die. Yeah. Like they brain the goalpost out of the water, hit you in the head, kill you, and then bury you with it again. Noble death, though. It'll death by golf balls. Lexington will be very fun. Lexington will be great on the field at Neyland. I would not, <laughs> not go down the, there. Not no. in the state of Tennessee. I wouldn't do anything. Can you imagine we're watching post game and it's just like Stoops and Hypo running to the middle but, and Andy okay. E by himself just sprinting across the field <laughs> with his Brett Wayne's cock shirt on? Um, here's the odd thing as well. It's like these are the games where like sometimes you build the hype up against some of your opponents and like. So, South Carolina against us, right? He gets the hat and the glasses out after they beat us. They do a bit of trash talking after. This is one where, and I, Miles, vouch for this. When you're doing something that you know is just under their skin regardless or is just like you just send the smiley face emoji Mm -hmm. and that is all you have to do. You don't need words. You don't need trash talk. You could sit with the whole Kentucky fan base that is at Neyland this Saturday once the final buzzer goes if we are winning, could just sit there and smile and not say a word the whole time, and that is enough. Literally. We don't need words or anything. We just need to sit back and smile. Because their whole fan base right now is like the biggest hurdle of all time of Bama. We've got Georgia after it, and it's we're the tiny ant in between that's just going to trip them and face yeah. If uh, If Kentucky wins, though, what are the chances Stoops has a cigar in his locker? Uh Ninety-nine percent. If there, if there's any in the stadium, yeah, and what are the chances that video hits Twitter? Like a hundred percent. Yeah, a bottle of uh, from his own account too. He'll post. Oh it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a bottle of his own liquor on the way back on the bus too. Um, more legit. Que- this is Jackson Glover. More legit question. Um, he said that, not me. He said more. He legit said. Question. Okay. How do we secure more definite? Def. Definite? Definite wins like Missouri, Vandy, and Louisville without letting one loss become two after games where underdogs in like Tennessee and Georgia. And to get to a realistic eight and four, maybe nine and three with an upset. Well, I think eight and four is already kind of. Is he saying like how do we if we lose this week, how do we not lose next? Score more points. Like we we just have to like We've gone through this before, yeah. Just focus on this week. Like, just focus on this week. Focus on the – I mean, we haven't had that many bad games this year just without Will. Was the no, week. and honestly, the most impressive thing that we've done in a long time was how we played against Mississippi State after yes. two disappointing weeks. Very much so. Very great, great week. Um, do we go – this is uh, Jackson Glover again. This was his less legit question, mm. I guess. Do we go to Lexington, rush Kroger Field, and tear down our own goalposts after this game? No. We nope. just no. said. No. No. Just get your mm-hmm. UT fans on your phone and send the smiley face, and that is it. Um, death penalty is anti-American. That's well, okay. a heck of a name. That was uh, the question? No, no that's their username. The username. Mm. Wow. We oh. love usernames on this spot. Uh, sure. Can we avoid kicking game problems by not punting or attempting field goals? That is one way to do it. Just don't kick it. Ever. I would love to know on their, like, 
do they actually not break on that? As in if it's fourth and 30. Well, from okay, the 30, so here's my question. Here's my question yeah. for both of you. Uh, I'm just going to give you a random number. I'm going to say we have – let's say we get six fourth downs Saturday night. You not Obviously, there's score and context. I get that. Six fourth downs that are within fourth and three or closer. Okay. How many of them would we go for, knowing how much they score? Realistically, or what would we do? Like, no, well, okay. personally. Well, it's both. What do you think we will do, and what, do you, what would you do? Um, I'm going four. I'd say five or four six. Or five. No, five or six. I was, was going to say four, but I think Kentucky would do two. No, I think Stoops will, like, play balls to the wall this week. Because yeah, he knows, I, there's no, he knows yeah. how good Hypel is. He knows how good the quarterback is. Like, he knows what they're going against. He's not holding the cards this week. He, lo- he loves the, like, like, yeah, like this, this is the week where no one expects us to win, so let's just roll the dice anyway. Like, fourth and three to start the yeah. game, maybe not. He's but, little, like, anything yeah. close to the 50, no, he's going. There's also Whereas a time, he's conservative though. on the teams where we either are right in the game or should be, and he just goes, let's just not beat ourselves. This is not a not beat. It is. And every week's a not beat ourselves. But this is one we're going to have to go out and get it. But yeah. this also feels like a game, too, where there have been games – in the past with Stoops where he's maybe been a little too aggressive. A few Mississippi State games on the road I can think of for that for sure. I don't so think he can I, be too aggressive against a team that scores over 30 every game. Okay. He's – I feel like he's usually scared of the press conference of having to explain it. There's no, like, being afraid this week. You can yeah. go in and say they've scored 50 points on everyone, including Bama. I thought we had to go score more than them. That's the only thing you have to say. Yeah. That's why we went for it fourth and 20, our own one, because I thought we had to go get it. Trill, trill, Rafferty. Um, I like this one, although we've answered it, and we, we know it's saying the smiley emoji, but with no real substantial bodies of water, particularly close to Kroger Field, where would UK fans theoretically toss our uprights if we had a big win? Mm. Mm. Where would we uh, throw Miles? I'd throw them into the current practice facility to speed up the building of the new one. <laughs> Smart. The give, give Barnhart, yeah, give Barnhart a reason to speed up that uh, construction on the new one. Yeah. Brent? Oh, uh, I'm lost. Uh, maybe the empty McDonald's parking lot over next to Tin Roof where you can't park at at all. It's just this big empty lot. Just leave them there? Yep. I mean, see if they tow it or not. Oh, no, that's actually a good idea. Imagine, the if, they UK- carry, imagine if they ca- carried them to Rupp and – Put him up and said football school. Wow, that Ooh, would be, good. be tough. I was going to say the UK parking facility just to make sure they can't tow or ticket anybody ever again. Yeah. Yeah. I, what I would do at the moment with our kicking game is I'd walk it down to practice and put it up and say, here, Ruff, here's another set. <laughs> there <Saturday>. you go. <laughs> um, okay, I'm not doing the, oh, the last one. Dale Gribble, I'm sorry, but that's just a nothing question. Um, so they're the tweets this week. Thank you very much, everyone, for writing in. Uh, people are wanting this Twitter space, so we're going to give them the Twitter space tonight, Miles. Not that people listening on Saturday morning in care. Uh, if the Kentucky football team wins this week, absolute man. Absolute man. And this is one of our favourite segments, and it's every Saturday morning. Boys do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Men do what they have to do. BDWTWTDMDWTHTD is our favourite segment. We were some men against Mississippi State. We were some absolute boys against South Carolina. We've talked about the tortoise and the hare and which one we think would be the boy and the man there. I think hopefully the man is the turtle or the tortoise, whichever one you want to go with. It's my favourite segment, Miles. Do you have a man or a boy of the week? No. No one? I have a woman. Wow. Oh, wow. Woman. of. The, I think it's the first woman of the year. Um, girls do what they want to do. Women yep. do what they have to do. Yes. Yeah. Women, and this is certainly a woman. Sandra Bullock is my woman of the week. Oh, well, you know side. where this is going. I already side. know where you're uh, going the blind with this. Side. It, it's a great movie. The clip of her hating the Tennessee gaudy orange. It's come back again in full force. One of the best movies. Definitely maybe my favorite football movie. And That's one of the best movie. scenes. It's always good to see that scene recycled every single oh, year. Oh, by the, every sorority on campus too. Yep. Fair. Every sorority mm-hmm. story on campus. Uh, that's it? Maybe that's why I like it so much. Maybe. Mm. Uh, that's all I've got, though. Best uh, football movie, by the way, is The Longest Yard. The original or the one with Adam Sandler? Adam Sandler. See, I like The Blind Side, but I, that's, that's also good. 
Uh, Brent? No one likes the game plan with The Rock? I haven't even seen <laughs> that. <laughs> so. it's, you, don't waste your time. Uh, Division three, actually. Uh, Division, Division three. Division wow. three football's yeah. finest. Yeah, that's probably my favorite. That's not even a football movie. That's just a football documentary. <laughs> it's just a documentary of life at yeah. that point, yeah. Um, I never thought I'd have this person as a man in the man or uh, men with boys of the week, but uh, Donald Trump is my man of the week. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> For no longer being the most canceled man in America. You uh, are. You have taken uh, the title. <laughs> no, no, no. There is another apparently polarizing figure who has done that. Um, don't know if we're allowed to say his name because he's so canceled right now, but it's definitely Kanye West. I might have to bleep that out uh, later. I already said that's who you are. Say his name, I've said his name. He has some good songs. I will, I will say well, that. Well, so that's my question. Can you still – like, would it – can you still play his like yes. music in a club? I think you could, right? I think you can. People still play to R. It Kelly, and say, right? I hate him, but this is a good song. I mean, people. Mm. To be fair, people still play Michael Jackson. I knew you were gonna say that shit. I knew you were gonna say it. What do you mean that? Sh- that's well, true. That's true. Well, I listen to Michael Jackson all the time. Oh yeah, I love Michael Jackson. People music. still play um, uh, Morgan Wallen. People still wear Brett Favre's jerseys. Like it's <laughs> yeah. Like what's the issue? Yeah. I don't understand right. the big. There's people that still like Deshaun Watson. Well, speaking of that, LeBron James. I did you see? Uh, yeah, that's. I was, that, that was, was your boy. This was my boy of the week. <laughs> it was very funny. perfect transition. <laughs> Says um, he he didn't want to be a fan of the Cowboys because he didn't like the fact that Jerry Jones didn't allow them uh, to kneel during the anthem. Uh, but that's not the reason why he's a boy to me because whatever stance you have on that is whatever. It's like I'm fine either way. Um, but he was like, no, 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 I'm going to take the moral high ground. I'm no longer going to be a fan of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to be a fan of the Cleveland Browns. I respect it. And I just it's, was just – You think an, he's laughing or he's, he doesn't even know that the joke – I think he doesn't know. I sent this to uh, a group chat with some of my buddies back home yesterday, and I was like, I genuinely don't know if he is, like, the smartest or dumbest man on the planet. Because he does a lot of things that make you think, like, wow, like his, like, to be where he's at in life, you have to have, like, pretty good intelligence. But also, he says some shit sometimes. I'm like, the self awareness is at LeBron absolute James? zero. Well, yes. I think you also have to be pretty decent at basketball. Yeah, he'd be pretty, pretty decent good. at basketball. <laughs> That'd be pretty good, yeah. I think it's But also, Brett Favre was pretty handy like, at football and stole, people from, stole money from poor people yeah. in Mississippi, so. Sometimes, I think when you have a platform and are able to say things, I think the hardest thing to do is to stay in the lane of where you're well-educated in. I agree with now, that. Now, that doesn't mean you shouldn't have an opinion about everything. But if you value it and you you know that people value yours, some t- now, I'm not saying he's not well-versed, but there is a quarterback for the Browns that probably isn't the most morally sound person of all mm-hmm. time. So, like, I just think sometimes when you're caught on the fly, you'll say some things and you're like, I didn't think about that. Like, I didn't think very deeply about that. I just gave something that came to my head. Much like... But it is the How Browns. important is the coin toss? Like, it sounds all right at the time, but if you really think about it, it means absolutely nothing. You want me to do my boy? Yeah, I'm ready for this. This is exciting. <laughs> Probably two of the most controversial topics. I was going to say, what a, what a rabbit hole we've gone down yeah. for boy. And it's usually how good Stoops look yeah. this week. It's like, where do you stand on the racial divide in America? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, who are we voting for? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. Okay. Well, I'm sure we've got everyone worked up, and some people are telling us we're pieces of shit, and other people are saying we're the best. We're a polarizing uh, podcast. No, I might take it even. This might be the actually the most controversial topic of all time because I know it will strike a chord with some people, particularly one man that you, we used to talk about in this podcast, but he's dead. Um, oh no! My man or men or I don't even like men and women of the week, and probably of the millennia and of maybe almost all of Earth, dinosaurs. I went to Fieldhouse Museum in Chicago. Dinosaurs just got it done for a hundred odd million years. Rain, hail, or shine. Not meteorites, though. They struggled against that. Rain, hail, or shine. The big fellas just... I couldn't... It's unbelievable to think about an actual dinosaur. Now, well, confirmed, but to some people listening to this, maybe full of shit. Lance is dead. Don't worry about it. Dinosaurs were huge. And it just blew my mind walking around that museum of how cool it was. But one thing that I'm giving the real man of the week is, is the paleontologists, the people that find these bones, 
and put together the sculptures of them. Sometimes they have like half a rib bone and they somehow work out what the whole dinosaur looks like without just the half. It's insane. There was a kid. This is, I swear to you, this is true, which, and I actually like it a lot. I was babysitting him not long ago. He's, I think he's eight. I won't say his name. No, he's too I young. He was going to be dead. Yeah. And no, we're not going there. Okay. And I was, asked, I was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he was just like, huh. Hadn't thought too much about it. Probably a paleontologist. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you like the dinosaurs and stuff? And he looked at me and he was like, they're coming back. Wow. <laughs> I was like, God, we are in some deep, deep waters. If they're Robots. Coming. He's like, no, Jurassic no, no. Park. Robots, that's what I no. said, Jurassic Park. He's like, no, that's actually going to happen. They're all coming back again. I was it like, would well, be so, can that, you imagine? I mean, we, we'd be over, you'd be over it in two years. Like, it would be like going to the zoo. Again, but having dinosaurs back, but having di- like Jurassic until Park. a velociraptor no, eats your head off, we would be dead. Not if we had a Jurassic Park style one. What are you talking are you, about? If we had, have you not seen the movies? You think they're just gonna like just get organized and put into a cage and be kind about it? Well, well, hold on. But if you have them from the start, <laughs> if we want to talk enclosures uh, and that, that's like saying you think lions are just going to go into an enclosure and be all organized and engaged. I didn't ask the eight-year-old in detail what's coming. He made it seem like With a screwed. complete takeover. <laughs> yes, oh, wow. like as in we are in some trouble. Like they've just been hiding in some cave. Yes, for and some he's actually time, kind of ready for it, but not prepared. But he's excited. It's like for that it. scene from The Office where Will Ferrell was, was talking so cool. about the fish coming back. Um, do, you, do you watch? Are you Jurassic Park fans? I've watched Stegosaurus, them. not real, apparently. It's it's an okay movie. They it's said fun. in the thing, not it's they they, they had, just made that. They up. had made that up. For I like a long that time, they snuck that, that one that's in. That's what it was, and it it's not. They never existed. There was never ever a Stegosaurus. There was some that were close to it, but it, that is not real dinosaur at all. I'm glad that that was the most fictional thing in the movie to happen. So yeah, yeah, the that's rest awesome. Sorry. Um. So there, my man, my boy. I've got two. And I kind of debated whether he was a man or a boy. It's pretty quick, this one. Um, but I'm going to go boy. Because whenever you break up with a woman that's richer than you, better looking than you, and earns like the amount that she does and is a form of Victoria's Secret model, I mean, Tom, what are you doing? Oh. Just, just find a way to just figure it out. Let's work. Let, call just, me back. Call yeah, me you, back. Let's work through things. Now, we'll find out some facts, I'm sure, down the road. But just find it. Just come on. That's a tough one. Now, he's not going to be struggling. And she certainly will not be struggling. But Okay. Well, let's do early predictions. Who, and like I think everyone would jump on her side of this just because of who she is as a supermodel. But it's close. Who wins the divorce, you think? Well, I don't as think in, there's any winning. There's no winning. Yeah. No, like as in. It's clearly the kids. But fault. like, okay. the You would say. Different divorce. Belichick Brady divorce. Brady's won that so far. Yes. Okay, that's a winner. Okay. The kids agree that's awful for them. As in, who bounces well, back and gets this. someone good next? I'll ask you this, because they both will. This will be who will have the out in the public partner first. That's kind of what I'm getting to. And who's going to have the? Like who's going to be the first one to declare who the new partner is? <sighs> I say. I, I say think it's Tom. Tom, because I think she'll be busy looking after the kids, and she probably want to keep it quieter. He will probably come out with, like, Radajowski or something in the next week or two, and everyone will be like, come on, Tom. I, he, could, he could have the midlife crisis right now. The team's not going well. He's lost the wife. Well, the thing about bouncing – what Miles asked about bouncing back, I kind of – I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Brady just turned into, like, this really creepy, like, just guy within the next, like, ten years. Wow. Creepy no, 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 not creepy in, like, that sense. Just, like, he's sort of weird, like – Not creepy He gives weird vibes. Creepy like, as in weird. Not, yeah. not Larry Vaught weird, but more just, like, awkward weird. Okay. But so, Brent's, Brent's very upset over this because now Brady's going to play till he's 60. Yeah. Fuck. And uh, you're just like, not again. So, that was a boy that just decided not to figure things out with his partner. Here's another one. KSR caller during the week. Mm. Calls into Matt. Says, Matt, got a question. It's asking anything Thursday or Wednesday or something like that. Got a question for you. My wife only lets me choose between basketball and football. I'm allowed to watch all the games of that team and then only a quarter of the games of the other team. And other than that, I'm not allowed to watch it, watch shows, anything like that. She just tells me that's, my, that's the limit. What one would you choose and why? And everyone's response has been, I would choose ending the marriage. 
Maybe yeah. that was Tom Brady that called in. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Maybe it was Tom, and he's like just watching too much film. And then right when answer. Matt said, "That's it. That's there's no doubt that the caller came in. It was Tom because the next day the divorce was finalized. Yeah. He got the feedback. <laughs> what did Matt tell him? He said, "I don't understand why you should be told when what you can and can't watch. There's only 30 games of basketball. Well, 30 whatever. 32. Games, 32 games of basketball a year." And 12 football games, that's 45 days of the year, and it's not even the whole day, and there's 320 where you can do what you want. The thing is, is he definitely thought, I'm going to sneak to the basement with, like, a burner phone, call in and, like, get advice. The wife's heard about it now, oh, and he yeah. is in the deepest waters yeah. of all time. Yeah. But also, be she needs to look story. in the mirror. Up, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If she can't look in the mirror and be like, all right, maybe that's crazy, then, like, she should probably go. I mean, you know. How long? I would want to know how long it's been going on. Have some respect for yourself and just say no. Okay, like, go through your head, though. Which this. one would you choose? I wouldn't. I, I would not choose. Do I'm doing Absolutely whatever I'm doing football because I barely watch basketball anyway. But. Well, I was about to say, if you think about it logically, you'd have to go. I think you'd have to go football. Um, any other men or boys? I'm just that. I'm hung up on that. Okay. Like, can you imagine well, March Madness, Final yeah. Four, Kentucky's in it. Oh, you've already maxed out your games. you've got to go to, like, an Easter, Easter egg hunt with Fuck the wife that. instead of watching Kentucky play in the Final Four, which they probably won't get to, but that's a separate issue. Would you say won't or will? I mean, don't they? Aren't they supposed to like, every could year? You imagine, could you imagine this yeah. weekend? Yeah. Can you imagine this weekend? Kentucky's going to Tennessee to play the number three team in the country. Hostile environment, huge moment. One of the biggest SEC games we've been a part of in a long, long time. And... The partner goes, whether it be either way, so some guys don't like watching football as well, maybe the, the female in the relationship likes watching it, you get the tap on the shoulder, hey, by the way, um, Saturday, 7pm, we've got that uh, Halloween party with the people from the uh, Not going. bagpipe playing society. No. Um, oh, will, will the game be on? Hey, Miles, just calm down with the football stuff, all right? That's just a fun game. We're going to this party. I'll give her this. I do think, like... Of things that you watch before marriage, once you get married, there are probably certain things that you should stop watching if they want you to stop watching them. Football and basketball is not one of those things. Animal Planet. Are we getting back into the light versus dark debate, or what are we doing? (laughs) No, maybe. You a white chicken or dark chicken guy? (laughs) (laughs) Animal Planet. Um, All right. (sighs) Big dogs of the week. We need to make a resurgence here. We haven't been terrible. We haven't been great. We obviously didn't do them last week. We've had a week off to think about it, think about our actions and be better. Big dogs of the week. We love Vince Marrow. We love bigger than 10-point underdogs. We love picking some big dogs. And we don't just pick them to cover, Brent. We pick them to fucking win. Win the game. You play to win the game. You do. So... I'm making sure that the spread is still the same as when I looked well, Brent, at it earlier you can start this week. Then. Who is your Vince Marrow big dog of the week? Yep, perfect. Thought about it long and hard. It's you just bit, looked at it. No, no, no. Okay. I've, I legit. It's been a pretty big week for Chicago. The Bears are on a high right now. Pretty good week for them. You went to Chicago. You I great. saw a Bears win, massive underdogs, and I saw a Blackhawks yep. win, also massive underdogs. I went to Chicago for the first time this year. Chicago is on the rise. Pat Fitzgerald. Northwestern. Wow. Iowa. Yep. They're 11-point wow. dogs. Is it at Iowa? It doesn't matter. It, who the fuck kinda is Iowa? Kind of does. I, who the fuck is Iowa to be 10-point favorites to anyone They've with that the offense? They've got the Children's Hospital. Give them oh, sh- that. That's what makes it hard to win there. That's, I'm that's what deadly I, serious. I know you are. If you're going on the road – you don't walk into their stadium with any pleasantries. You don't walk in and, you know, nice to meet you all. We're just here for a good time. It's not the nice team that you want. No, 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 no. You want to be mean. And you want to be <laughs> And you want to be green. You want to be, wanna be the mean yep. green. He brought up the longest yard, the green machine. The North Texas mean green go into Bowling Green, and they beat Western Kentucky as 10-point dogs. Wow. That's my pick of the week. They go the no, the mean green go to bowling mean green, green. Bowling go green. to bowling green yes wow the battle of the greens the green off I ebbed between a couple so I'll give my honourable mention first probably one of the greatest college franchises in the history of college football talk about not walking in and just strolling in to a place without fighting this is the honourable mention 
The Rock is Scarlet yep. Knights. <laughs> yeah. New York franchise. We can pick this every single week. I know, where you're, go- this is I know where you're going every week. This is week. the honorable mention. I know where you're going. I love Rutgers. I think they're a huge chance. I forget who they're even playing right now. <laughs> Minnesota. Minnesota. That Minnesota beat trash. I love Rutgers. They, they're just an honest blue-collar, like you know what you're going to get from them, which is normally trash each week. But one week they'll come up good. But my real big dog this week, my real big dog. Has to be. You go Somebody had to take us. You go down to Neyland against a fucking filthy, <laughs> orange, disgraceful, fat-based, uneducated, Urgh. bullshit fucking Josh Heupel <laughs> thinking he's throwing the ball all over us for fucking 500 yards. Stoops goes in there. He eats his... Ryan Lemon said today we need to go in there and bite them in the ass. I don't, I'm no, not going to say no, bite them in the ass. No Stoops goes in there. Brad White goes in there. Absolutely just what? chokes them. On defense. <laughs> Chokes them. Puts them down. And then oh. Will Levis just gives the absolute finishing blow with the hips that he has. And it is an absolute destroying of the Tennessee Volunteers. The Kentucky Wildcats are our big dog. We don't get to take them very much as a big dog, probably ever as a big dog. But they are the big dog this week. And they are actually my pick for the big dog. There are teams that will go through and everyone thinks that they're going to be the team. They're going to go 12-0, 11-1. This Tennessee team is not a team that can do that. I know they can score points. They can't defend. At some point, they're going to have a bad offensive game where not everything clicks. I don't think they'll beat Georgia anyway. I think they lose to us. They go 10-2 for the season. Kentucky Wildcats, big dog of the week. I loved them, but I just thought we were, like, we were already talking about the game to leave them out, but yes. Love them. Tennessee hasn't been there before. No, has you not. have to have been on the stage – fall and then you can succeed can, the second and time. I'm, this is this i believe is true you tell me if you think this is silly there is a difference of mentality when it's the high flying free we got nothing to lose we throw it all around the park offense that they've got we're going against bama you know at home but we're playing bama now it's like oh man like we're number three yep. like now we've got something to defend it's not just like we Targets can do whatever on their we want, now. and it'll be yeah. good feedback. If we lose this one, now... Pressure's on. Now the buttholes start to get a little bit tighter. Are we actually good? That's going to be their question. Yeah, like, are we really, like... Or did we just have a few things? Because, hey, they went to overtime with Pitt. They... Alabama missed a field goal. Alabama kicks that field goal, they don't beat them. They went to... A last play against Florida. Florida, Florida, Florida almost had them. Yes. There has been ga- – And the Hookers not, lost to Kentucky before. They have not been just absolutely destroying teams like Georgia has. This team's gettable. This team is easily beatable. I think they're clearly the big dog of the week. They've been just swimming around thinking that they're good in the water, but they cut their foot a few times, and there's just some blood trickling, oh, and there is the some chum. Yeah, the Sharks are coming in. Stoops, Marrow, Will Levis, Chris Rodriguez – Brad White, Dane Key, DeAndre Square. They're swimming, circling. Uh, do you think, and we'll, then we'll get to the predictions, do you think that this is going to be a week where we just do our stock standard offense and we back that in thinking that their defense is pretty bad? Or is this going to be a South Carolina where like the first play is going for a reverse and a bit of trickery and stuff every now and then? Coming out of a bye week? We've had two weeks to prepare. I could see a first play being, if we get the ball first, I could see the first play. Run the exact same play we did against South Carolina. No one I don't expect hate it. that, but I think this is a week where you don't, I don't think we're, I don't think we need all that. I don't think we do I think with you how just bad like, that defense Literally, first play could just be Chris straight up the middle. Yeah. And it's like, this is what you're getting all day. But like, good luck. It also feels like when Kentucky went and played Louisville in 2016. 24, it's definitely not that. A bit different. It's not that big of a gap, but still that, like, on the road, hostile environment, Heisman caliber quarterback, team that puts up points, must win, rival right. opponent, come I, out with a bang. All right, hold on. So let's get to the predictions before we talk the game anymore because we may as well throw down the predictions. Okay. I want this from each of you, and I didn't even get let you prep this, so it's just going to be on the spot. probably some on-the-spot crap. But I need a prediction – I need your player of the game. But I need this out of you. I want one realistic prediction that is not just a generalized sentence that you think will happen in this game. And I'm serious, I haven't even thought about this. One generalized prediction 
that you think will happen in this game that we will see? Not generalized? Not generalized. I said not generalized, did I not? You did. Okay. Um, so, like, you can't say, like, oh, they'll put up points. I want, a, I want a prediction of something that will happen. I want a player of the game, and I want to score. Miles, I'll start with you. We have an early either special teams gaffe or offensive turnover that gets the stadium rocking, and then we answer immediately on the next drive. Okay. Player of the game? Player of the game, DeAndre Square. Score. 38-31, Kentucky. Brent, you uh, really think what? What chance do you actually think we are that we will win if we it was played ten times? I'd give us like four, four out of ten, not four percent. Just has to be one of the four this but Saturday. But the thing is, we're not playing it ten yeah, times. You're we? just playing them once. Yeah, play them once. It could be one out of ten, and yeah. you just got to play that one yeah. game. Um, been really on the fence about it, but you guys being up here have talked me into it about how. The team, like, you got to slip up once before you can make it to the top. And you're right. This is the perfect spot for them to do so. Um, one thing I think will happen, Hendon Hooker, three interceptions. Three. Three. Three interceptions. That's, that's three. A, that's a recipe for a Kentucky win. Um, <laughs> I'd say it's a good chance yeah. we win if he yeah. three. Yeah. Well, that's, we're going to need stuff like that, I feel like. Um, and I think, obviously, it's the Will Levis. It would be a great showing out party, but – you know, he's got to have someone to throw it to. I could see Barry and Brown having a massive game on this shoddy defense. Um, and I think – I've said all week I think Kentucky either loses by 40 or wins by three, no in between. I'll go Kentucky uh, 34-31. I like 31 being the mark for Tennessee. DeAndre Square. You didn't see that coming, did you? I don't see it coming. No. Uh, I think my prediction is – their punter is disgraceful. Tavion Robinson, punt return, touchdown mm. is what I'm calling. I just he's, he's not very good now. We haven't been great either, but he's not very good. I can see that happening on a nice Saturday night. Tavion's fresh. He's back. See that one happening. My player of the game is going to be Chris Rodriguez. I think, you know, it's, it's almost like choosing Benny Snell as player of the game back in the day. But, he's, I mean, if he's the best, he's the best, right? I still don't think this will be the Will Levis moment. I think that is going to have to wait for Georgia because I don't think Georgia is going to let Chris run the ball. So that is purely going to be a Will mm. Levis game. I think we can run the ball on this team. So we don't have to rely on Will. We need a good balance. I think Chris runs for another 160-plus, maybe one, even 170 all over him. I think we get the perfect game where everyone said, hey, Kentucky play it perfectly. Kept the ball off him a lot, had time of possession, Drives worked out well, punched it in in the end zone. And punching it in in the red zone is going to be down to Chris being able to run the ball. I think he has three touchdowns, 160-plus. I think Will throws it at times. We're able to just spread him around a little bit, but I think Chris is the key. And then the whole defense, obviously, is going to have to keep him. I think we win. I think we shock him. I think we win 34-24 with a Double digits. Pardon? Double digits. Yeah, with an outstanding defensive display. Um, I think they'll probably score one early and then I think we just clamp them like we have every other team. And if we are able to do that, we talked to Brad White. He said, you know, these kind of teams give him a few troubles, so it'll be interesting to see. Here's we a have- curious thing I kind of want to look up. We can save this for another time. I'm curious what Brad White's stats are when facing a coach in the second year, the kind of adjustments he makes. Yeah. I pro- that would have been a good sad tab for this podcast. Maybe I should look into that next time. Um. He wants to bring stats to the. Go ahead and bring no, them. No, no, yeah. no, no. I actually. No, that would be a great stat, but yeah, it's good. yeah. Bring it next time. I will. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I just thought about it on the spot. I mean. Do you think someone had this conversation with me this week, and I laughed at first, and I was like, "It's actually not terrible." Is Tennessee a poor man's version of the Burrow LSU team? Transfer quarterback, wide receiver rooms really good, full of transfers. Cedric not Cameron's a good defense. Back, not way, a good defense. I'm not, I'm not saying they're that good. Uh, that's not what I'm saying, hence the poor man's. But they're kind of a similar nobody can stop the offense. The defense is shaky. The only thing that they don't have, which is LSU, is they probably don't run the ball as well. Or Coach O. It also feels like transfer quarterback, great wide receiver room is kind of common across the league. Like think of the Oklahoma teams. Look with at us. Jalen Hurts. and We didn't get transfer wide receiver. Well, Mark- Tavion. No, but I transfer quarterback. Yeah? Yeah. 
There you go. Okay. All, all great quarterbacks transfer quarterbacks. Didn't we work that out? One, yeah, we did. One podcast? All of them. Bo Allen. Yeah. He's tearing it up in Tarleton State. Yep. You know, we really should have put that out this week. No, Maybe we, should we shouldn't have. have. No, I don't think we should have. put that Terry out. Terry Wilson. Terry Wilson. Yep. Transfer. Tristan Yeoman's transferred yep, in. Correct. He played quarterback in high school. Anything else? I think I'm good. I'll tell you what. I'll give a little 30-second. Give me something to run out of the title. Where are we give going me, if we win? Give me some motivation. There are only some certain moments in each year where you get to find the fruits of your labor and work out if you have put in the work or if you have not put in the work. Me and Miles talk about it all the time. When you reach for it, you'll find out if it's there. Either you have put in the work for years and years and years or from January to, to now, or you haven't, and you're about to reach because you reach and you don't know if it's in that pocket. You don't know when you really need it if you're going to be able to pull it out or not. Well, we're about to find out on Saturday night. We're about to find out if we have put in the work, if us as a team, as us individually has put in the work, it is the best moment as a player. You'd be like, bring this game the fuck on because we're about to take down number three at Neyland in front of some fucking loser supporters and it's going to be an absolutely epic, just program-defining win. I can't wait to see if we will come up goods or not, Miles. Brent, thank you for being here. We will watch with just absolute awe on Saturday night. Where are we going if we win? Cheetah. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Johns. Jimmy Johns. Jimmy Johns. Yeah, we always in the Jimmy Johns. Yeah. Jimmy Johns is good. Yeah, I like Jimmy Johns. Good right. sandwich. Thanks. 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 Thanks.